This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. And tonight I'm also making another promise to protect Americans from government tyranny as your president. I will never allow the creation of a central bank digital currency. You know about ooh. Ooh. I didn't know you know so much. I'm very well, New Hampshire, very smart people. Very, uh, very current. You know what they're doing. Such a currency would give a federal government, our federal government, the absolute control over your money. They could take your money. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know it was gone. This would be a dangerous threat to freedom, and I will stop it from coming to America. Thursday, 18 uh, January, year of 2024, just two days from the third anniversary of President Trump winning uh, for a second time, having stolen from him and leaving Washington, D.C., we're going to have a special uh, on Saturday about that, about the three years, what's taken place uh, from then to now, and the one year we've got to sprint to the uh, to the finish line. Philip Patrick's joining me for the second hour here. Philip, thanks for hanging around. Before I get to the one of the key things that you and I hammer all the time, the central bank digital currency, you saw President Trump was taken back by the knowledge of yeah. the war room policy up there. <laughs> Trust me, President Trump, folks know about this. They're on, and they got your back. I want to go back. I just heard... That uh, from, you know, leadership within whipping this, this vote was whipped. They were telling people, hey, we have to have a show of force. We have to be united to to, to kick the can down the road that the, the, the far right flank or, the, or the, the deplorables, the hobbits, the war room posse, they're all up in arms. They got the pitchforks out. So we have to have a show of force. And they told guys there's going to be 15 to 20 max defections. There were 108 <laughs> Uh, I think Johnson, I'm hearing, I, I made a couple of uh, contacts in the break. I think Johnson, there's there's a move behind the scenes to, hey, we got a motion to vacate. And I got to tell you, March is his deadline, but I think it's going to happen before then. What are your, what are your thoughts, uh, Philip? Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's pressure building up on Johnson. And ultimately, I think he, he should vacate, right? He was supposed to be the guy to draw a line in the sand, as I said before. He didn't do it. And that's that. Now, I want to clarify a point, if I may, Steve. When I mentioned Chip Roy before, we're not endorsing Chip Roy as Speaker of the House, right? I said something very clearly. I said Chip Roy couldn't have summarized it any better, right? That's not backing him as Speaker. That doesn't mean DeSantis has my vote. I thought he explained the situation very well, right? What I'm not going to do is sort of stoop to ad hominem attacks because I believe people can be right on some issues and not on others. But... Right. The parts of that, I was screaming at the television, uh, particularly when we talk about the budget, because the budget does matter. It really matters. And this sort of attitude of, hey, look, over the next 10 months, there's not really going to be any change, so it's not a priority. That, for me, is the problem. That's the exact problem that Congress has right now, yeah. and it's how we got to where we are today. Look, you don't get to $34 trillion in debt overnight, yeah. and... Sorry to rant, Steve, but when you made the point, look, we've got to give Trump 
the guy has a very, very tough job in 24. We need to give him all of the tools that we can. And that is why curbing spending today (laughs) is so important. Let's go through that. No, Chip Roy, here's a look. And and I'm very just, I know Chip. uh, I I don't, we're not close friends, but we're colleagues. I have tremendous respect for him. Um, and remember, he's a huge cruise guy. He used to be chief of staff for cruise, so he wasn't with us in 15 or so. I went through all this at Breitbart with all these guys, so they're all cruise guys. I don't agree, and I think they made a fundamental mistake backing Ron DeSantis. And I told him, look, I know that you like DeSantis as kind of a more muscular version of Ted Cruz, but he's not going to be president of the United States. And right now, we need to get Trump back in. Trump won the second time. He's the only guy that can do this right now. And so and what I was trying to tell Seb, there are not a lot of big thinkers on the budget over in that place. There's actually very few guys that understand the math, the real math. And that's why you got Russ voter for OMB, Chip Roy. And that's why Chip, that's why they rolled Chip out today. And remember, Chip got 108 votes on that. Bob Good's another guy. Bob Good has been a leader in this fight. And he's been, he's quite frankly, uh, been less than optimal on President Trump and backing DeSantis, particularly when DeSantis is out of the race. They should come and endorse President Trump. The one thing I do disagree, and that's why I took the bet. I'm not really a betting guy, but I took the bet. President Trump, think about it. I gave the speech in Pinehurst about, it's been about two months ago, maybe three months ago now. I said on on uh, the day of President Trump's second inauguration, basically a year from Saturday, there's going to be, let's leave the wars and those things aside. There's going to be two immediate crises he has to deal with. One there's going to be at least, and, and he said 40, yes, there's 40 million illegal aliens in the country, but I'm talking about the 10 to 12 that came in on the invasion under the Biden watch and are here just wandering around. He's going to have to deal with the sealing of the border and and the deport- mass deportations. He says that this is the biggest mass deportation uh, problem in history, and he's going to have, I think, $37 trillion face amount of debt on the books. The tax, his tax things reverting back. He's got, and the fact that we're going to be indebted about a trillion and a half dollars of interest. President Trump is going to have a Great Depression type crisis at the same time we have an invasion crisis to deal with. If we don't start taking care of those problems, and this is what infuriates me about Johnson. What infuriates me about Johnson, they keep saying well, we only had control one fifth of one ninth of one tenth percent of the government. And we have to wait till President Trump gets in here to take care of the border. No, we have to use every ounce of leverage we have. And we're going to lead this fight. Look, we got 108 votes a day. I heard because they had some absentees, they only got 107. All right, so we, we got to figure this out. But we're, we're picking up momentum on this thing. And I am never going to back off this. We, If we do not, number one priority right now is this financial crisis and the invasion. I mean, they're inextricably linked. Before I let you go. President Trump said something last night on the central bank digital currency, and this, the 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 and the Chinese are buying more gold than ever as their economy collapses. But the BRICS nations, the leaders in the de-dollarization effort, are buying gold at record rates. Uh, the the Federal Reserve, besides printing more and more fiat currency, are uh, are are uh, focused on the central bank digital currency. How can that be? In a time, clearly, when you've got to look to precious metals, why is the Federal Reserve so focused on? And President Trump threw down hard yesterday and says it will never happen on his watch. Yeah, and I think that's so important. Look, this is just government, you know, the the democratic government overreaching. They are 
desperately looking for more control, right? A central bank digital currency that they can control allows visibility on all of our transactions. And it can go way beyond that, right? Look at China, social credit scores, right? The government having the ability to remove money from your account. The whole premise is a frightening one. And it's a distraction. At the end of the day, it should not be the focus. Like you said, we've got a world right now who's running from the dollar, running from the dollar. Demand for the dollar is waning at a time where the you know the US is is creating huge supply and the focus now is to gain more control to, to, to squeeze through some more tax dollars, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm very glad President Trump put his foot down because I think that would be a very bad move for the American people. Last thing, and this was, you know, Jamie Dimon came out and was saying how great MAGA was, you know, and people say Jamie Dimon is thinking of running for president in 2028, so he's kind of go populist over in Davos. But he said something that kind of shocked me. He goes, you know, he's on CNBC, he says, you know, a quantitative tightening, quantitative easing, we still don't really know how that works, right? <laughs> this guy's the chairman and CEO of J.P. Morgan. He's been a banker since he was 19 years old. He was Sandy Wiles' bagman. This guy's a hammer. What, what, what was he signaling to us that he doesn't actually, we, that we collectively don't really know how quantitative tightening and quantitative easing uh, work? Uh, look, it, it, look, it's certainly new territory for us in the U.S. We have never increased the money supply at the level that we have. But for Jamie Dimon to, to say that, what does that say about our Federal Reserve bankers? I think we're, we're swimming, at least for us in the U.S., in, in new territory. But I, look, all we have to do is look back in history. There are some very important lessons. I know you are a big student of history, Steve, and I think it's all we have to do to understand what's in front of us. So to go back to what we always say the next 10 months are going to be very very important we've got to tighten the belt buckets and we've got to get some characters in washington that can really make some change i don't see them today but i'm hoping they emerge uh philip patrick i keep getting feedback from our audience they love talking to you guys they love being uh, having birch gold as uh, as the partner where do they go it's a uh, birchgold.com slash bannon but how do they get to you it's really simple. It's at Philip Patrick on Getter. At Philip Patrick on Getter. Thank you, Steve, for having me as always, by the way. Thank, thank you, brother. Love, uh, love Birchgold. Thank you, sir. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you go check it. The you think the turbulence is big now? First off, it's a firestorm over the house. They're, they're all yelling at each other, given this vote, given 108 no's and 107 yeses. It's not exactly how Johnson thought it was going to go. He thought he was going to have 15 guys bail. And Elise Stefanik bailed. Not a good sign when your third most powerful person bails on you. The one that's riding shotgun with Trump. Mike Davis, uh, Seb just said, hey, we got to take down the uh, deep state. That's the number one priority. I say it's got to be the financial crisis, but I have a lot of respect for, for, for Seb. Uh, the ability for us to do it. And you had Kevin Roberts. By the way, Kevin Roberts, uh, that panel discussion in Davos is all over the internet. It's going viral. Roberts really stood up. He talks about the way we're going to do it through the administration, through Project 2025, through taking apart brick by brick our people, et cetera. However, the, the, you must lead on this with the courts. And this is why Gorsuch is not simply on the Supreme Court, but I think in his generation is considered the leading legal intellect on this. And his writings on this have been very powerful. Uh, how did you think yesterday when it was three hours, it was intense? You know Gorsuch better than anybody. CNN... Led with it last night. Huge story this morning. 
How do you think it played out yesterday in, in our first kind of real shot across the bow and getting the administrative state brought to heel? I think the hearing went very well for people on the constitutional side of the argument who understands that the federal government is a behemoth that's been uh, grabbing power for far too long. And the only way we're going to drain the swamp is through the judiciary, the political branches like Congress and the White House, the executive branch, they're not going to drain the swamp. They are the swamp monsters. Hold it. Hang so on. Slow down. Hang on. Slow down. Slow down. This is super important. This chart says, even with the, the a team that's focused on the deconstruction of the administrative state, even with people like the Mike Davises and people like that in the administration, go hit the rewind because I want to make sure people have a reality check here and understand why this is so important and understand people – that run this country, the people on Wall Street and Silicon Valley, others were watching. They were listening to all three hours of that yesterday intensely. Hit hit the rewind. It's only the courts uh, eventually to drain the swamp, which I think is too cute to a term sometimes, but to to get the break the back of the cartel. It's going to have to come through the courts, correct? That's absolutely right. Remember, there are over two million people who work for the executive branch. And there are like, what, 2,500 political appointees. So one, one in every thousand. So these political appointees who the president sends into these executive branch agencies to run the executive branch on behalf of the duly elected president of the United States are outnumbered over 1,000 to one. Do we really think that we're going to drain the swamp uh, when, we're there, when we are that outmanned and outgunned by the career bureaucrats and the administrative administrative state. The only way we're actually going to drain the swamp is through the federal judiciary. When the federal judiciary looks at the Constitution and says, wait, more than 90 years ago with FDR, when he threatened to pack the Supreme Court, the switch in time that saved nine, we have a Supreme Court that has allowed this executive branch, this federal government to grab way too much power and get way out of control. Our constitution is a loan agreement between we the people and our governments, the federal government and the state governments. And we give them specific separated and enumerated powers in exchange they're supposed to protect our liberties. We give limited powers to the federal government and what powers the federal government doesn't have belongs to the states and we the people, right? And the powers that we do give to the federal government are divided between the president and his executive branch, Congress, our duly elected members of Congress, and the federal judiciary. Congress is supposed to write the laws. The president's supposed to enforce and execute the laws. The judiciary is supposed to decide cases and controversy, to decide disputes. And somehow, over the last 90-plus years, these unelected bureaucrats in the, in the executive branch, this administrative, administrative state, they have grabbed all the power of the of the government, both federal government and state governments, and they've consolidated executive power, judicial power, and legislative power in these unelected bureaucrats called the administrative state. Unless the federal judiciary starts breaking apart that power, that concentrated power that would make our founding fathers gasp how, uh, how we give that much power to the Tony Fauci's of the world, until that starts happening, we're not going to fix this problem. We're not going to fix it through the executive branch. We can help it through the executive branch, but we're not going to fix it. And this is going to be a 40-year project of Gorsuch and the Supreme Court is getting rid of 
federal power and returning it back to where it belongs with the states and we the people. Wow. 40-year project. I want to throw in there, too. There's 2.2 million, I think, federal employees. There's another couple of million in the military, in the military apparatus. But there's 18, there's 16 to 18 million consultants because they know they do these. They have every one of these groups. So it's really it's it's 3000 non-Senate confirmed versus essentially 18 million, 20 million. It's not a fair fight when you talk about the vast scale. Don't, Trump has got a plan, and Robertson's guys, they're going to come in, and they're going to be hitting it. They're going to be doing what you can do with executive orders and other things and eventually get legislation. But the courts, this is why Gorsuch was selected. It's the deconstruction of the administrative state. That's why he's his written opinions. I mean, this guy is brilliant, and he's a leader. And you can see the leadership he took yesterday in the hearings, and maybe we ought to get a some, so, some sort of a short thing in, in summary. I know you've got a lot to talk about in Georgia and other things, but I want to play today. The president was at Melania's mom's funeral, so he was not in court. Boris, can we play Boris? Boris actually came to the sticks afterwards. I'd like you to hear that, Mike, and opine to this. Let's go ahead and play Boris at the, at the sticks. They found that that dress didn't even exist in the year that E. Jean Carroll claimed that the alleged incident happened. She said, this is the dress I wore in 1994. They went back, they checked. The dress wasn't even made in 1994. And that's why the data's moved around. Is it the 80s? Is it the 90s? Is it the 2000s? President Trump has consistently stated that he was falsely accused and he has the right to defend himself. And moving forward, remember, on that dress, the plaintiffs repeatedly, repeatedly tried to blackmail President Trump with the Monica Lewinsky-type story on the dress, saying there was any connection. Once it was clear there was no connection because this incident never occurred, they begged the judge to not let the dress in, and of course, the judge went along with that. Do not also forget, do not forget that the plaintiff admitted to deleting and destroying mountains and mountains of evidence under subpoena. That is a crime, that is illegal, that taints this whole case and the first gen trial. And then the question about the gun. Is it a revolver? Is it a rifle? But we know there was no license. Overall, this whole sham, this whole crooked Joe Biden driven election interference has been discredited. It should be ended. And all the hoaxes are falling apart like the rotten, rotten house of cards that they are. I'm not going to speak to the president's plans. The president was with his family today at a wonderful memorial, a funeral for his beloved mother-in-law. It was a it was a wonderful day for their family. And now the president will be on to to New Hampshire, where he's going to dominate, just like he dominated in Iowa. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Boris Epstein. President Trump. This whole thing's so unprecedented. Mike, you got to help me out here. I'm not a lawyer. Um, this is a federal court. Um, I've never seen a judge act like this in any trial I've ever followed. Help me out here on this defamation. I mean, Boris is having to go out and put out, you know, basic information to the press because they're not allowed it in court. Uh, walk me through that. And then I want to talk about Georgia Smith and some other things. But tell me, give me your your perceptions of what's happening in this New York defamation case. This is part of the Democrats' lawfare and election interference. The two bogus impeachments, the four bogus indictments for nine crimes, the illegal gag orders, the trying to bankrupt fraud uh, bankrupt Trump for not fraud, uh, the Trump Organization and Trump for not fraud, the Hail Mary of trying to just take him off the ballot. You have 
these civil lawsuits being filed by Jean Carroll. She's the Christine Blasey Ford of this lawfare. She doesn't remember how she got there. She doesn't remember how she got home. She doesn't remember anything. She's bat shit crazy, but she remembers it was Donald Trump. I mean, it's just, this is insane what they're doing to President Trump. And this is going to get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. Look at Melania and look at Jean Carroll. Do you think President Trump is trying to go after Jean Carroll? Give us a damn break. This woman is nuts. <laughs> Okay, you're right. That is going to get you in trouble. But hey, baby, you're on the war room. Why not in the six o'clock hour? Yeah, Davis, that will get you in trouble. But hey, you went there. Um, I don't. Care. So I you do agree with me? <laughs> I I got many relatives in my family that are like you, brother. Um, you agree that this thing's over the top, and and it's it's uh, it's it's almost and and this was disturbing. It's in a federal court. It's almost as crazy as the judge who's taking his business from him. And you know that's going to come in at a $500 million fine in the next couple of weeks, right? That that guy is 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 crazed. But I thought if you got to a federal court, it'd be, at least be a little more sensible. Now, Julie Kelly's been following the J6, and she says these guys are all Moscow show trial judges. Is that what's happened to the federal judiciary under Biden and Obama? Yes, absolutely. They got rid of the 60-vote threshold for these lower court judges under Obama. So you put these whack job left wing activists on the courts, especially in places like New York, D.C. and California. This judge couldn't even give President Trump a day to go to his mother in law's funeral. He couldn't stop the trial for one day. So President Trump can go to his mother mother in law trial's funeral. You have this Manhattan judge, Arthur Ingeron, in the fraud case who decided Democrat activists with a Democrat activist law clerk sitting on the bench with him, bizarrely, he decided that Trump committed fraud before the trial even began, before any witnesses, before any other evidence just said that somehow Trump committed fraud. You have D.C. Obama judge Tanya Shutkin trying to railroad President Trump down in D.C. on this bogus January 6th trial. This is lawfare by these Democrats, prosecutors, these Democrat plaintiffs, these Democrat judges, and these Democrat hellholes like D.C., New York, and Atlanta, and it's backfiring. The American people see right through this crap, and they're putting President Trump back in the White House on November 5th, 2024, and it's causing these Democrats to lose their minds. Republicans need to stop being weak. I've been fighting this with you, Bannon, this lawfare and election interference for almost 18 months since the bogus Mar-a-Lago raid, when all the other Republicans ran and hid under their desks in the fetal position, it's time for Republicans to start fighting back politically and legally immediately. Well, let's talk about that. Let's go to Georgia. What's happening? Somebody tell me, Wade, you know, this means with the White House, the judge is not going to look. What's the status of the situation down there? And why are Kemp and the attorney general not getting involved? This is an embarrassment for the state of Georgia. So what? So give me an update on what's going on. Well, I would say Kemp and Chris Carr, Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr are like too many other Southern white male Republican politicians, total cowards. And what they need to do is wake up here. We have this Democrat Fulton County DA, Fannie Willis, who allegedly illegally hired her secret boyfriend, who's a total buffoon, who's not qualified, who's never tried a felony case in his life, 
and she paid him over $600,000 to collude with the Biden White House, including the Biden White House counsel, to bring bogus political RICO charges against President Trump and 18 co-defendants. And oh, guess what? She took illegal kickbacks, allegedly, from her secret boyfriend slash unqualified buffoon special prosecutor. These kickbacks included these lavish trips to Napa and the Caribbean and all these other luxurious places in America and around the world. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the all-star congresswoman, it seems like the only people with balls down in Georgia are Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she filed a criminal referral with Governor Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr, citing the Georgia criminal statute that gave gives them the authority to open a criminal investigation on this obvious corruption by Fannie Willis, allegedly. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene also cited several criminal statutes in Georgia that Fannie Willis could have violated with these allegations. And what does Governor Kemp do? He's, you know, he's, he's, he's over, he's over in, in Davos or whatever the hell it's called with all his rich friends because he's their favorite Republican because he's a coward. He doesn't want to do a damn thing about this. He doesn't want to open this criminal investigation. Instead, he wants to refer this to a state ethics board that's not even functional right now because the courts declared it unconstitutional. So when the Georgia legislature gets around to, to making this thing functional in several months, and then they file this complaint several months after that, and they do nothing about that, several months after that, the election's going to be over. Chris Carr and Governor Kemp need to open a criminal investigation right now. And the Article 3 project set up an action page, a3paction.com, A number 3 P action.com and it shows people what's going on with Fannie Willis go click on that you could do patch through calls you click on a, the phone you do a patch through call to Governor Kemp's office you do a patch through call to Attorney General uh, Chris Carr's office and you tell them to open a criminal investigation on Fannie Willis you, you email them you engage with them on social media we need to turn up the heat I am tired of these cowards like Governor Brian Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr not doing a damn thing about this obvious corruption by, by these Democrats who are colluding to take out President Trump. Can, can you hang on for a second? I want to follow up on this. I want to get it up on the screen. Uh, the War Room Posse did such a great job. 108 no votes today, only 107 yes votes. People are noticed, and I hear there's a lot of heat on Johnson even as we speak. They want to get all over this situation in Georgia. So just hang on for a second, uh, Brother Davis. You've been on this. Also, I want to talk to you about Jack Smith. These rulings are coming out. I mean, the lawfare is becoming more confusing, but it also looks like it's collapsing uh, as President Trump continues to power through the political psyche. Short commercial break. I've got Grace on Bill Blaster. Chris Hoare is going to be here. He's got some specials for the War and Posse. And Mike Davis on action, action, action. Next in the War Room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. 
For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. The apples in your holiday pie taste amazing, but it's not exactly the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables. The Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and your cholesterol, eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, which, as you know, is almost impossible. That's why you need to check out Field of Greens. Every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and your immune system. Yo, folks, the holidays are here, and you need to stay healthy. Plus, you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier. Field of Greens is the simplest way to get those daily fruits and veggies, and it tastes amazing. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com fieldofgreens.com. Make sure you take take it today. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Fieldofgreens.com. Promo code Bannon. War. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Mike. Let's shift. Uh, let's shift our focus, Mike Davis, to Jack Smith. The things that come restricting him. But Chuck can still says this thing's going to go on the fourth. Um, this is another confusing one. It's getting murkier and murkier. And, we, you know, we monitor CNN and MSNBC nonstop. And they're sitting there pumping up, hey, this thing's on a roll. Trump's going to go to prison before June. What's happening with the Jack Smith of it all? 
So uh, the Biden Justice Department waited 30 months to bring charges against President Trump and so do these other Democrats who colluded with President Biden and his White House. These Democrat prosecutors like Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis and Big Tish up in New York, Tish James. So what's the hurry now to, to do this trial in 2024 other than obvious lawfare by the Democrats and election interference? President Trump correctly filed a motion to dismiss both January 6th indictments, one by Jack Smith, this Biden special counsel, Jack Smith, along with uh, down in Fulton County, Georgia, with Fannie Willis, saying that what President Trump did as the president of the United States on January 6th, he cannot be criminally prosecuted for that because there is presidential immunity. What he did in his personal capacity is protected by the First Amendment. What he did in his presidential capacity is protected by presidential immunity. And once you file a presidential immunity or speech or debate clause for members of Congress or judicial immunity for federal judges, once you file that motion to dismiss under immunity grounds, the case must stop before until that issue is resolved. So Tanya Shutkin has to have a stay in place until the DC circuit resolves the presidential immunity claim and then the Supreme Court of the United States resolves the presidential immunity claim. Once the Supreme Court resolves that, either by denying the DC circuit review or taking the case and deciding it on the merits, then the case in DC with Obama judge Tanya Shuck can, can move forward. But until presidential immunity is resolved, you cannot move forward with this case. And Jack Smith tried to move forward with this case, even though there is a stay in this case. And, you know, to Tanya Shuckin desperately wants to get President Trump convicted before the presidential election because Democrats are looking at the polling and they're seeing that the only way that they're going to stop Trump is with a criminal conviction in one of these cases. And this D.C. case is the most likely one to go forward. But now it's not because President Trump hired very good lawyers and they raised this presidential immunity argument. And now the Democrats are uh, stuck. They're, they're stopped in their tracks until presidential immunity is resolved. I want to um, also this this, you know, um, Politico has been having a bunch of big stories about these charges. And now there's a they're going to the Supreme Court on this obstructing of an official proceeding. And I thought I read last night that Chuckins, even as the Supreme Court hears this and may not issue an opinion until June, she may go ahead with the trial with these two charges being up in the air and then figure it out. They figure it out on appeal or they figure it out later. It, that can't possibly be. I mean, if the Supreme Court's reviewing half of the charges against President Trump and other of these people, and Julie Kelly is the first one to bring this up two years ago, that this was kind of this bogus, weird charge that they were doing to get more years onto people's sentences uh, as you use lawfare against the political prisoners. Um, is is that true? Is, is Chuckin and Jack Smith driving that and just ignoring what the Supreme Court's going to do on this kind of very serious decision they've got to make on this kind of bizarre uh, obstructing of, of an official proceeding? So Biden's special counsel, Jack Smith, is the political scud missile Democrats send out, send in to take in Republican presidential or vice presidential contenders like he did in 2016 against former Virginia governor Bob McDonnell. Jack Smith brought bogus corruption charges against McDonnell. McDonnell was convicted and it was upheld by the appellate court. It wasn't until the Supreme Court 
reversed that conviction unanimously, eight to nothing. It would have been nine to nothing, but Justice Scalia passed away. As we've talked about, it is very hard to get a criminal conviction reversed by the Supreme Court. It is nearly impossible for that to happen unanimously. All, every single justice, liberal and conservative, Jack Smith found the way, but guess what? He didn't care. He did his political job of taking out Governor Bob McDonald for 2016. They're running the same play now for Trump in 2024. <clears throat> Biden brought back brought back Jack Smith. He was banished to The Hague as some bogus prosecutor in The Hague. They brought Jack Smith back to bring these bogus charges against Trump, two of which deal with this issue that the Supreme Court is probably going to reverse the justice, the Biden Justice Department on, on other January 6th defendants. They're bringing a Sarbanes-Oxley law on obstruction for destruction of evidence uh, they're going to use that law to try to go after Trump and his supporters. They're already going after Trump supporters, as Julie, Julie Kelly has been correctly pointing out for the last two years. There is already a criminal statute on the books for obstruction of a congressional proceeding. Why didn't Jack Smith charge under that one instead of this Sarbanes-Oxley law, right? Because he knows that this is a bogus legal theory, but he thinks that he's going to convict Trump and then this conviction will not get reversed by the Supreme Court until after November 5th, 2024, when it's too late for Trump. And the Supreme Court uh, is probably going to rule, like you said, by June, that this these charges under Sarbanes-Oxley against these other January 6th defendants is bogus. But Tanya Shudkin and Jack Smith, A, they don't have good judgment at all. And B, even if they had good judgment, they're obviously political operatives colluding to take out Trump. This is obvious election interference. These Tanya Shutkin is a radical left-wing judge. She comes from a long line of Marxist in Jamaica, and she's bringing her Marxism to America. Obama picked a very good leftist and D.C. Obama judge Tanya Shutkin, and Biden picked a very good leftist buffoon, Scud Missile, and Biden special counsel Jack Smith. They are the perfect pair to tr try to take out Trump before the election. The Warren Posse, because of his work, had 108 uh, no's today on this, uh, on this, and it wasn't a victory, but, man, it's a, it's a big progress, and we're going to make more progress. 108 no's on the CR. Uh, they're ready to go to work in Georgia. So go once again, uh, walk through the action site you've set up of where they got to go. They click through. I guess it's all there, all the information. They can immerse themselves in information, but there's also action steps they can take. Yeah, so it's A3P action Dot com, or you could just go to article3project.org and look at action there. It's a3paction.com. There's the action center. We have three action items right now. On the left, the newest one is uh, Fannie Willis down in Fulton County, right, who, uh, who, who uh, shared her fanny with her boyfriend and paid him $650,000 allegedly and took kickbacks in the form of these lavish trips. Uh, Governor Brian Kemp and Attorney General Chris Carr, I know they hate Trump, but they have to follow Georgia Constitution and Georgia statute and open a criminal investigation on Fannie and her boyfriends because this is obviously illegal what they're doing. And not only did she take illegal kickbacks, she's colluding with the Biden White House, including the Biden White House counsel before she brought these unprecedented bogus RICO charges against Trump and 18 co-defendants. I'm not making it up. This dumb special prosecutor slash boyfriend actually billed Fulton County, Georgia, 
for these meetings with the Biden White House counsel and another meeting with the Biden White House staff, he billed it and put in those billing records that he met with these these people for 16 hours to talk about Trump's case before Fannie Willis brought her indictment. This is obvious election interference, obvious lawfare, and we have the billing records that speak for themselves. There's some other issues regarding those meetings about the judge doesn't want it to come. I got to get the details. I'm hearing it and I'll get the details and come to you. We want you back on about that because there's some, this thing with the White House. They don't want to disclose it. It's it's very, uh, once again, very corrupt. Mike Davis, your social media also, because you come in a little hot. As you came in earlier in the show, you come in a little hot on occasions. Yeah, I, I'm going to start the Gene Carroll fan club, right? So it's at article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there. <laughs> at Article 3 Project, at Article Number 3 Project, on Getter Twitter Truth, and my personal, if I don't go to jail after today's hit with you, Steve, is at M-R-D-D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And remember, look at Gene Carroll, look at Melania. Do you really think Gene Carroll's uh, allegations are true? I doubt it. Brother, uh, we're going to give you every chance to take it back, but hey, he's a red-haired Irishman. He's just going to double down. Okay, brother, thank you very much. Thank Mike you. Davis, wow, coming in hot. Our own Boris Epstein was out there doing a press. I think Boris ought to do that every day. Boris ought to be out there every day. That's a bit, one of some of the best explanations I've gotten. Um You did great work today. Don't think you didn't do great work. You got everybody that was gettable. They, I just want to reiterate that the leadership was telling people, we need to have a show of force here. We need to be united. But there's only going to be 15. The same, you know, the, the Rosendales, the, the Eli Cranes, uh, the Chip Roys, the Matt Gateses, the MTGs, the ones that are always recalcitrant, are not going to be with us. But this is a show of force. That didn't happen. The exact opposite. And we've got to get on top of this Johnson thing because now he's going to he's going to get the Ukraine. He's going to get rolled on the Ukraine every time he goes over there. They have national security guys. He gets all scared. Uh, so we got to be up on this. One thing became evident today: they were blocking you. They're quite sophisticated. They don't want to sit. They didn't want to listen to the Warren Posse. They don't want to listen to their constituents because then they got to kind of log in. And we got ten thousand calls and nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Where you know, don't close the border close the government right if you don't close the border shut down the government um and they didn't want to hear it so they had music they blocked it grace this is why grace you and the development team you built bill blaster exactly for this to make sure you give you're giving operating leverage to working men and women throughout the country walk us through what it does where they download it we're doing beta sites on some stuff but we got it out there basically for everything on app on Apple phone, where do people go and what do they do? Because today could have been a perfect day for them to say just to bang right through and not have to go to the switchboard. Right. So I wanted to report that, like you said, we the posse experienced so much frustration just going um, calling the switchboard, which I tried myself, both the House and the Senate switchboard. You would be connected to music. I was on listening for five minutes before I was even connected to the switchboard. I was calling Speaker Johnson. And by the way, all all of his calls go to voicemail, which is another topic. But um, that's why it's just imperative for the posse to download Bill Blaster because you can call any representative directly. So you bypass the switchboard and, you, you know, you can 
it's just so much faster, no wait time. And just talking about Speaker Johnson, about how he just directs all his calls to voicemail, it just is really disheartening. It just shows, I mean, it screams cowardice. And that's just not how a leader faces the public. So again, download Bill Blaster. It's, you can call your representative or senator virtually with one touch. You go to uh, warroom.org under the Get Involved tab, or you can go to billblasterapp.org, or you can search it in the Apple App Store. And also, thank you so much to everyone who volunteered to be a part of the beta testing group for the Android version. We have reached capacity actually like two days ago. We tried to get everyone on. It was just so overwhelming, so thank you so much. We're gonna be in testing for about two weeks and then we will officially launch the Android version. So be on the lookout for that, as well as the older iPhones. Everyone, everyone will be able to use Bill Blaster. One other exciting uh, news I want to report is that in a future release, we will have all recent bills also. So. It will literally be Congress wow. in your pocket. You will wow. be able to search all the bills, wow. all the recent bills, and it just, again, immersing yourself in information. So our development team is working diligently, very hard, and appreciate everyone's patience, but we really want to make this a very powerful tool, tool for the posse. And as Steve was saying, yeah. it was split today between the yeas and, and nays, um, it was 107 yes and 108 no's. Yeah, so, this is huge. Listen, we started, yeah. we started, we started with, when we started this process back last year, we were having 15 people on the nose and it built up to 40, then it brought up to 60, then it built up to 70. I think we had 70 on the debt ceiling. It got to 80, the CR 90, now you're at 108. Very quickly, you're going to be to the Haster rule where they can't, they can't, they can't put it on the floor. It's got to be the majority of the majority. Actually, they didn't have the majority this time. This is how sneaky Johnson was. Continue on, Grace. I truly believe it would have been worse if the posse wasn't calling. I mean, it just shows that. Oh, a thousand percent. What are you talking yeah. about? This is the posse. The posse. There would have been, all about the there been the standard 20 or 30 votes. And look, I'm looking at the list of, uh, of hardcore establishment types. It's going to take a lot of work, but people have to get this list. We got it right there. And I want to make sure, Grace, we put it in the chat rooms and everybody pushes out. you got to look at this list, particularly if it's your congressional district. Uh, something's got to be done. This one right here was uncalled for. We need, we can't put the total burden on President Trump's shoulders. I love Seb, but you, if you're in a financial crisis and still with the invasion of the border and he takes over, he's got the taxes things he's got to work on. He's got 36 or $37 trillion of debt with a trillion and a half dollar uh, interest payment, and he's got the mass deportations. That's all on his shoulders. We have we. It's incumbent upon us to do as much as possible. And if you got those types of crises right there, when he starts to go after the deep state and the DOJ, the the pressure on people is going to go. Hey, I know you got to go after DOJ for the weaponized police state. However, the economy is burning down. This is just practical. We is incumbent upon us to do everything we possibly can and take as much of the burden off his shoulders, which is still going to be huge after he wins against, you know, 700 years in prison and bankruptcy and all that. Grace, I got to bounce one more time. Where do they go today to get the information, Grace? So you can go to billblasterapp.org or warum.org. 
And I just want to say real power is calling your representatives. Ultimate power is when the entire posse calls your representatives. So make sure to download it. And thank you so much for um, we it was a victory today. That's how I see it. Supreme 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 power is when we replace these guys and get some war room posse MAGA members in there. That's ultimate power. President Trump's going to need that. That's what we got to look at these primaries right now. President Trump's going to need them. When he comes in, he needs a house of representatives that stands with him and backs him on his policies and makes things happen. Grace, thank you so much. Fantastic work. Also go to Grace's Getter account and get Grace's Twitter account. Talk about coming a little hot. She comes a little hot even more than Mike Davis. Chris Hoare. Thank you for sticking around, brother. Couldn't be a better day of turbulence. Brother Hoare, what specials? War Room Posse loves specials. They particularly love your specials. What do you got for us? Well, Steve, today, as you know, we've had a week of uh, temperatures. Here in Denver, we were down to uh, minus 10 degrees and minus 25 with the wind chill. Um, and those kind of temperatures have been taking out the power lines and the power supply across the country. And when the power goes down, cell towers go down, that means you're stuck. But if you have a satellite phone, you can get assistance. You can make a call no matter what is going on with the power grid, no matter what's going on with the cell towers. So sat123.com, that's sat123.com. We have a free Iridium satellite phone. We have a free Faraday bag, and you get a free hard case as well, uh, all just for signing up for service at 99 bucks a month, and you get 100 minutes a month that roll over if you don't use them, Steve. So these phones, again, will work no matter what is going on. We do have more freezing temperatures to come. So if you get over to sat123.com, you can get your free SAT phone with activation today. We can call us at 941-955-1020. It's 941-955-1020. And Steve, this is not no joke. These phones are $1,300, $1,400. And with the accessories we're throwing in, the Warren Posse will be saving $1,600 just by signing up for $99 a month. They're going to get that free phone and that free Faraday bag to protect yourself from tracking. So sat123.com or call 941-955-1020. It's 941-955-1020. And we're in the final days of this office, Dave. So uh, thanks so much for having me on. And uh, we hope that uh, everyone can get help make sure they stay safe during these beverages. So see, massive, massive snowstorm. The reason we did the vote day, massive snowstorms hitting Washington, D.C., the imperial capital tonight. It's supposed to be, I don't know, 15, 17 degrees over the weekend. So a lot of winter. Don't believe the global warming, guys. A lot of winter, a lot of winter to go. Another Arctic blast over the weekend. Chris Hoare, love you guys over the satellite phone store. Thank you so much uh, for giving the war and posse these specials. Let's hit the bid. You these things go quickly. These things go quickly. Let's go. Let's get on top of it. Um, uh, we got uh, Lou Dobbs follows us here momentarily on Lindale TV. Make sure you stick around. We're going to be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. A lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. A lot of wood to chop. I can tell you right now, my phone is blowing up. A lot of stuff happening on Capitol Hill. The 108 are not happy. And here's why they're not happy. They said, hey, it would have been pretty straightforward for us to attach something about the border to give them this money. And we shouldn't have given them the money for one hour, much less 35 or 40 days. It sends the wrong signal. We're sending the wrong signal. What they're going to jam me up tomorrow is Ukraine in this amnesty bill. It's not a border security bill, amnesty bill. Get Bill Blaster. Get ready. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a big old pot 
of Warpath Coffee. Make sure you do that. We're going to be on fire tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. We're going to go back to work, chop some more wood, and fight the good fight tomorrow. Because tomorrow, hey, they're going to roll in on Ukraine, and they're going to roll in on this uh, the massive amnesty bill, amnesty bill, courtesy of Senator Langford of Oklahoma. Okay, we'll see you back here. Lou Dobbs next. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 10. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.